What actions should we be taking in the face of the threat from swine flu, otherwise known as H1N1 influenza? This question has been researched at the London School of Hygiene and Tropical Medicine by Sandra Mounier-Jack. She's been looking at the readiness of health systems all over the world to cope with a possible wave of disease. I asked her what advice she had to offer and what were her conclusions about what needs to be done and indeed whether what is being done is sufficient. We have a, a lot of inequities and different levels of preparedness between different countries. Overall, uh, developed and Western countries, European countries, uh, North, North America, Australia, etc., are, are quite well prepared for a pandemic. Uh, they, they have uh, very uh, good and operational plans, uh, they have guidance for their staff and they have what is important stockpiles of, of Tamiflu which is until now and, and also other antiviral like Zanamivir the only way to really combat uh, this disease. When you say well prepared, what sorts of preparations have been made in these countries? Uh, preparations have been, as I said, uh, um, involving um, stockpiling antivirals and I said the average stockpiling is about 25% for a lot of developed countries. In the UK and France, for example, it's as high as 50%, which is quite high and it's enough to treat everybody would get sick, basically. Uh, in in, un- in low-resource countries, there is no stockpile of antivirals. So basically, the, the, the health system will have to fend for themselves and will have to, uh, to prioritize th- this, th- this disease against other diseases that they, they have to deal with on, on a on a routine basis. What's the role of putting people in quarantine? The role of putting people in quarantine is to try really to delay uh, the emergence uh, of, of the pandemic, to delay the spread from human to human uh, uh, transmission of the disease. I don't think, and the WHO has recognized that it's, it's not possible at this point to contain the disease, meaning to stop it. Um, because the disease is already too, too much spread, widely spread in many countries. However, by, do, by, by, by using quarantine, you might delay um, uh, the, the, the spread of the disease in some countries, but there is no mathematical modeling of saying, you know, is this quarantine enough or is it, uh, you know, evidence-based that it will delay for and for how long? Is it evidence-based to advise people to wash their hands and use a tissue when they sneeze? Yes, I think it's, it's fairly uh, uh, evidence-based to do that. Um, um, it needs to be quite systematic, though, uh, if people want to avoid uh, getting the flu and any other kind of disease, you know, similar to, to the flu. Um, and uh, so I, I think this, is, this, this has common sense uh, recommendations that the governments have been providing to, to their population, including in the UK, for example. Is it likely that the virus is spread through the air or by touch, principally? Bizarrely, we still are not sure how the the virus is spread and there are all kinds of um, scientific uh, assumptions about that. And I think the the first clinical trials are just being organized at the moment to to analyze how the flu is being spread. um, the people think that, uh, and scientists think that the flu is being spread by large droplets, which are sneezed, coughed, um, and they also think that the virus it is present on surfaces for about 24 hours. So it's quite long, so it gives a lot of opportunity uh, for people to pick up the virus and to get infected. But you, we still need much more research to understand exactly what happens for the, the virus to be transmitted from one person to the other. Should we be afraid of getting onto aeroplanes where the recirculated air is blown into our faces by the air conditioning system? 
I think the, the airplane presents, uh, you know, an, an increased risk in, in, in uh, uh, the disease being spread around. And I think the SARS epidemic showed that and show how people could spread uh, the virus uh, in, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the airplane. And it has happened on an anecdotal basis uh, for tuberculosis, for example, as well, even though it's, it's much more difficult to, to get transmitted than, than the influenza. So I think, yes, there is an increased risk. But, you know, overall, how many cases are there out there? There are about 1,000 confirmed cases on a population worldwide of 6 billion. So the probability is still quite small, really. What should ordinary people do to avoid getting this virus? Ordinary people should, you know, should apply a hygiene etiquette, which we, we discussed, um, coughing, uh, m making sure that they, they, they keep one meter distance, you know, from somebody who is coughing, for example, washing their hand on a regular basis. If they are using masks, which is not recommended by, for example, the UK government, they should be used in, in, a, in, a, in a way that, that, that is uh, evidence-based and they should be changed regularly and they should wash their hands when they take their mask off, etc. Um, so there are a number of, of things that can be uh, done to, to prevent the transmission. However, if the virus is spreading more largely, I think, you know, um, you know a lot of people would basically get the flu. And the issue is not so much trying to avoid the flu, but it's really to look for the severity of the flu. And if it remains um, fairly innocuous, you know, and um, as we have seen outside of Mexico, I don't think people should be really afraid of getting this virus. How long is it going to take to have a, a vaccine for it? Um, it will take a long time. It will take uh, between uh, scientists and uh, industry recognized in WHO between four and, and six months. And the issue is not only uh, the time, uh, the timeline between uh, for the production of the virus, but it's also the decision to be made in terms of switching from potentially the seasonal uh, flu uh, uh, vaccine production to this particular strain uh, uh, vaccine production. And you cannot run both production at the same time. So you have to make a decision on which one is the main threat uh, for, for, for populations. And WHO has not made this decision yet, yet and they will make this decision, this decision in the next probably two or three weeks. And is it reasonable and evidence-based to close down schools, offices, shops and other facilities? Uh, there again, we have very little, um, you know, operational research evidence uh, on that. There is some evidence on the school closure, which um, have um, shown that if you, you close schools, you delay um, the spread quite quite significantly because uh, schools are um, uh, um, a context where the, the virus uh, is, is spread very easily between children. So it, it, there is some evidence. Um, however, if there is a general uh, spread of the disease, then obviously how much, you know, how much can you delay the spread? And does it make any sense at some point? Sandra Mounier-Jack with the latest on swine flu. For audio news from the London School of Hygiene and Tropical Medicine, I'm Peter Goodwin.